0: Welcome to Be Insanely Great. What do you think? What do we got? Two episodes out of that? So part one and part two. So we talked about the arc of light and we talked about that story and what a beautiful you know, moment that you know, I thought was an incredible synchronicity that had occurred there. The next morning, so Monday morning, I get a, uh, a text from my amazing, radiant, light, Karen. I love you, Karen. Amazing. Thank you, Karen from most amazing bakery and cafe on the planet, Ioli, West Palm Beach. And it was just something to check out their restaurant or their, you know, I call it a kind of a beam of light to all that love, amazing pastries and breads and, and and sandwiches and salad and all that stuff. But the people, the people are what make all of that. The love and care and intention that goes into all of that. They were They were featured on a local television program um, and she shared that with me and I thought that was really beautiful. And so it was almost like setting, I didn't know at the time, but it was almost like a, uh, like a, a basis and a foundation of, of love some place that I love and the people are incredible. You know, Anakin, Jesse, Fabi, Melissa, Maria, Jacobo, Alex, Alexis, Renee, um, uh, Colin, Melanie, Chef Michael, Maddie, Harley, Cat, Rick, uh JC, James, you know, all of these incredible people that put so much love into something and 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 to have that be kind of a foundation for 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 Monday was really, you know, I realizing now and looking back so so important because a few hours after that I got a call that my amazing 97-year-old grandmother was uh you know, had a stroke. And these things happen when you're 97 right i mean god bless her for for, for for moving through life and 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 getting to that point but you know she that that had happened and of course you know these things happen to life and and these moments happen to all of us right we all have these tragic things that happen to people we love and people that care about and you know we're here you know one thing at one point i want to make very clearly is that you know I'm here doing my best to express the love I have for 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 life and humanity and for 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 all that is, and I and I use a lot of references of very famous people and very famous the most as Einstein said the most influential people that have walked among us, and that's intentional because that's who we can all resonate with. We all know who those people are, right? But we all in our own lives have people that inspire us before we know who those people are, usually, right? If you're Steve Jobs and you're reading at, you know, b- books of wisdom at five years old, then maybe he knew who those people were. But from the stories he told of his childhood and all of that, he had an incredible childhood. But you know, my 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 point is is that we have all these influential people with all these names that we recognize and all of their achievements that are public to the world. Right. As John Lennon said, I heard in an interview, listen to the Beatles station on Sirius Radio. He said, I'm just living in the public eye. I'm just a normal person doing things and making decisions and all of that. But because I'm in the public eye, everybody knows who I am. That's what's happening. And so. Of course, then, the platform, as to being able to connect and engage with people of all these influential people, and how do we pull it together? How do we pull it together into something that makes sense? How do we pull it together in something that 's valuable for all of us to potentially have an awareness to have an open mind to think about and to and to digest and to understand can we do that right but But these are all famous people, but every one of us have these 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 people of influence in our lives that that influence us. When we're all the way from when we're children all the way to when, you know, we grow up, right? And we all have those people. We, every one of us do. People that love us, people that support us, people that make choices and, and act in certain ways to where we might not be cognizant of it in the moment, but we take on those qualities. We take on those attributes. We take on the style. We take on the things that they like. It might not be all of it, but there's certain elements of it that we do. And if we really think about it and reflect on it, you know, that, that happens. That happens. Right. And so I felt it was important to mention that because we all have these people that are influential in our lives. We all have these, these, these spirits of, 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 of life that are in all of our present moments doing things and having an influence upon us to either accept as truth, which then becomes who we are. What we accept as truth. And what we accept and feel and believe is who we are right now in this moment. And all of the things that we've accepted throughout our lives become who we are. My grandmother always had a saying. She said, cook with your own pot. Cook with your own pot. What does that mean? That means run your life. Run your own life. You are the one that's putting the ingredients in the pot. Yes, absolutely. But cook with your own pot. Have the foundation within your life to be stable. Have the have to, to stable as a foundation, but then can we build on that? Can we build on that? Can we pull ingredients that we love to then create meals of of, of what we end up having as part of our experience in present moments? Can we do that? Well, yeah, cook with our cook with your own pot. Cook with your own pot. You'll have to loan. You'll have to borrow. Pots from other people, neighbors, friends, and family until we figure out that we just want our own pot. We don't have to have to go ask somebody for a pot. No. Can we cook with our own pot? You know, and let those let those experiences and let those things that we accept as truth become part of the ingredients to who we are. Because what we cook with that pot is who we are in every present moment. It's what we express. It's it's what we it's what we emanate, what we radiate, right? Cook with your own pot. Thank you, Grandma. So yeah, so so then, you know, Monday was absolutely horrible. You know, go to the hospital and 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 there she is. She's already in a in a coma. And I I held her hand with my family around around her and her, you know, my 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 father and, and my aunt and her, her two children and you know, my 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 stepmom Christine, you know, father's wife was there. And you know, it was it was it was just being there around her to support her. While she was in this state, that was product of the circumstances, and I just held her hand. That's all I could do, and you know, I told her I loved her, and all of this, and which is all, you know, I think everybody, every one of us that has ever been in a similar situation understands. You know, as a, as a beautiful fleet, I'll call it a fleet because I don't know what to call a a school of birds. You call a school of fish, a school of birds. There's oh. <laughs> a beautiful morning doves here, which my grandmother taught me what that was. I didn't even know what this dove was. It's a morning dove, which, you know, is what those birds are called. And interestingly, the other day I was talking to my aunt Barbara and and she said that she didn't know that I told, or she told, my grandmother told me that those were morning doves. And she was kind of the first one in my life from an early young age to identify a bird to me, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, And then, and then she had always looked for them throughout her life, but she didn't realize that my grandmother loved them just as much as she did right Which i thought was was quite beautiful so that later later monday we we um she got moved to hospice and was in a room where there's no monitors there's no beeping you know the entire time we're sitting there for like five hours with her you know she was beep beep you know potassium's gone you know the funny thing is like the last thing that they gave her was potassium and that morning when i was walking on the beach i saw a guy with a bunch of bananas on his he had a shirt with a bunch of bananas on like that's a cool shirt you know and then (laughs) and then the final final you know medicine that that my grandmother was getting was potassium i thought it was interesting but anyway so so they put her in a room for for hospice which by the way everyone at broward health north thank you thank you and, and and vitas and all the nurses and all the, all the people in hospice and, and you know, as I, as, and, and as I'm talking about this, I mentioned Emergency NYC and, and Lenox Hill Hospital and, and all these other places. But the first responders and the people that have so much love to put other people first and to put all of their energy and all of the purpose that they've found within themselves to be, to, to, to be a servant to humanity is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And thank you. So much for your selflessness and your and your and your and your love for for the human spirit and and thank you for that. Thank you. And so, when we went someplace else. I think we went to go get something to eat, and then we came back to the room, and she was in the room. My grandmother was in the room. She was in the bed. No monitors, none of that nonsense. You know, no more buzzing and beeping and alarms and all that crazy stuff. And, you know, we, the doctor kind of spoke to us, which I thought was incredibly interesting is, is he asked what our expectations were. I feel like the intention of that question was the multitude of experiences this, this doctor had been in, in which it was incredibly clear to him, but the people that he was, the family had no concept because for whatever reason whether they didn't want to believe it, whether they didn't want to understand it, whether they didn't, whether they just showed up and they didn't know, right? Because we have this attachment to, 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 to people. We have this love for, for people, right? And we, we we're blinded, blinded by that and are only focused on keeping them alive and, and doing everything possible. And because that's what we think we need to do. And that's what we think is the best thing. And when, you know, my family, we all said, make her as comfortable as possible because this is not something that's, you know, she's not coming home, you know, and, and, and it was really just that. And he was, I could see the instant like relief, you know, I can imagine the amount of, I can imagine the conversations he's had to have with families and with people that either don't agree or don't, or don't, you know, whatever the circumstance is. And, and there's, and there's no judgment for any of those feelings. We all have a right to have whatever feeling we're having in every moment, all the time. We all have that right. In, in 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 another in in a previous episode, I said we I said I said we don't know we don't owe anybody anything, and the reality is nobody else owes us anything either, nobody else owes us anything either, and those two element those two sayings feed right into my grandmother's thing: cook with your own pot. you cook with your own pot, you you're the one that finds the ingredients, but you got your own pot, so nobody owes you anything, and you don't owe anybody anything, right? You know, so the doctor, you know, he 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 was incredible. The nurse you know, incredible, incredible people, you know, the chaplain and and all these people, thank you so much. And, 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 you know, we, we spent some time with her. We had already spent most of the day with her and it was kind of like, I felt nobody really said it, but it just kind of felt like it was going to be a quick, you know, and Donna, thank you for being there. That was incredibly beautiful. You were there. You're such a wonderful friend to my grandmother and family. And so it was quiet. It was peaceful. And, you know, my, my, my dad went up to her and, and said some things and my Christine went up to her and said some things and my aunt did and then actually before that whined a little bit. Um uh, sitting there and you know, my aunt looks at us and she's holding my grandmother's hand, I think, and she says, I have a confession to make. And she said that a couple weeks prior to that, like the week before Easter. And my grandmother had said to her that she wanted to die. She was ready to go. And my um, beautiful butterfly. And if you're wondering, by the way, there's flowers behind me, Riley and Padigy team. Thank you so much for that beautiful expression of appreciation of the inspiration that my grandmother was in my life. So that's why that's there. Uh, If you haven't maybe put those together or thought about it, whatever, but it's such a beautiful arrangement. So that's why it's behind me. But my. My grandmother's response to my aunt when she said she wanted to die was, I don't know where I lost life. (sighs) Don't know where I lost life. Have such profound statement, of deep thought to come from a woman that she would tell me all the time, Joseph, my body doesn't do what it wants to do anymore, (laughs) whether it was her knees or whatever it was. She's like, it just doesn't do what I want it to do anymore. And her mind was, she absolutely, you know, had, had dementia and, 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 but it wasn't, she remembered who we were and, which was wonderful. And, but she could and it, and it took some kind of unpeeling, but, but there was still deep thought there and to have it say something like that. And then I thought and reflected upon my moments the past few days, you know, the beautiful Cardi, you know, waving, waving, waving his wings in me, in front of me. And then, and then the arc of light, Steve Jobs, and you know, your life is here, and and radiate and be all that you can be, and do all that you can do, and 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 imagine all that you can imagine to express that while you're here, and for essentially, you know, my 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 grandmother, who I has been in my life. I love mom. I love you, but, but grandma, you have been like a second mother to me. And a character of a person, of a human being that had, throughout your entire life, made selfless choices, was strong, in, I never saw you cry, Grandma, never, never, I never saw you cry. You know, when we're sitting in the hospital, this this amazing nurse from, from, you know, our families from the Ukraine, she was so sweet and so wonderful. She said, this generation was a generation of badasses. This generation was a generation of badasses. And yes, 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 absolutely. She was part of a generation of badasses. And the day, the day, the the the, the next day, I'll fast forward for a moment. The next day I'm walking through my yard in the morning and I'm looking. And I'm like, and I see part of my yard and there's like some brush, and I'm like and then just the thought came to me when i was a younger child there was, my grandmother would feed cats she was almost like the neighborhood cat lady when she was able to do all that stuff and she lived at home till 96 she lived at home until 96 by herself incredible 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 spirit radiant and she fed cats in her you know mostly in her 80s you know by the time the end she was she was not feeding the cats anymore but one day one of the cats brought her back a gift it was a dead rat and i remember being a child And I was like, whoa, get that away from me. I don't want to be, I'm totally afraid and scared of this rat that's dead, that's there. That would happen to be a gift for, for, for you know, that one of the cats brought to my grandmother for feeding her. And I thought about that and I thought about that. And then, so I go up to the part in my yard. I look into it. It's the bottom of a gutter. We had just had a lot of rain, even though it's sunny now and beautiful now, we just had a lot of rain. And what do you think is in the bottom of that thing? A dead rat, a dead rat. in the bottom of that it was in the bottom of that gutter thing. I'm like, grandma, all right, all right, you're making me face my fear. You're making me face my fear. And you know what came to mind too? What came to mind a week or two ago at the edge of my pool, right where I jump in the pool, there was a sunflower seed. This sunflower seed was the most meticulously taken apart sunflower seed I've ever seen in my life. It was like a sunflower seed that was, it was like, it was spread out over four pieces. Like I've never seen a sunflower seed taken apart like that. And it was put right where I would be that day. And I said, was this one of the birds giving me a gift that thank you for feeding us? And then fast forward two weeks later, I got a gift of my own that I had to overcome that fear, overcome that fear that I had as a child and saying, ah, get that thing away from me and pick that thing up. My grandmother. She soon she saw that thing, she didn't hesitate. She went inside, got a plastic bag, picked that thing up like it was a dirty piece of paper and threw it in the trash. Didn't, didn't flinch, didn't do anything. She was fearless, unshakable confidence to go pick up that dead rat and throw it in the trash. I will admit I was not as strong as my grandmother. I had to double bag it and I also got a thing that I could throw it on. And when I did it, the tail was still flopping out. I was like, oh. <laughs> so, so not only did I pick that out, but there was there was, I guess, like I said, it was, there was rain and she was trying to make a nest and that's what all that rubbish and all the, the leaves and stuff were around there. And there was, she had, there was a sack of babies. And so there was baby mice that I, so now, so I picked up the rat and then there was another, there was another, there was another like pot of, of, of baby rats that had that had drowned and, and and passed on. And so I had to do it again. I had to do it again. <laughs> Grandma's like, okay. You know, you saw me do it. You can handle one rat. Now you got a whole family that you got to pick up and, and, and deal with. Right. So, yeah, she was saying, all right, probably one of the one of the one of the only fears that I can consciously be aware of in this moment that I had had that she had seen me experience. you got to overcome that now, grandson. Go do that. Go do that. Go do that. So going back to, you know, when we were in the room and in, in hospice and you know, for my aunt to share that, first of all, so courageous and, and I thank you for that and being able to do that. And then and then to 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 kind of correlate some of the events and, you know, the arc of light and Steve Steve Jobs speech and, you know, be radiate while you're while you're here and while do that, you know, and then, and then for her to say, I don't know where I lost life and here I am now doing everything in my power to help as many people as possible have an awareness to where they can focus their their energy on their life. Can we focus our energy on our life to express all that is and to express everything that we have in us, to live our life for for ourselves? And that's not selfish. Living our life for ourselves first is not selfish. We're making selfless choices to connect with what's in, so we can find our purpose, and we can be that, and we can be in moments of joy, be in moments of happiness. Feel happiness, feel the leverage and and the and the and the the good side of relativity. Feel the good side of relativity. Leverage that for us. Let's not lose life. Let's not lose life. Please, can we not lose life? I will. I will spend every moment of every day doing everything possible so that nobody none of us lose life and if we've lost it we can find it we just have to make choices to do so let us not lose life let us be let us experience and 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 experience joy and happiness and love make selfless choices be love give love be grateful for what we have and what we, who we are and appreciate that all of the choices that we make and everything that we accept as truth is who we are now, who we are in this present moment. We are a culmination of all of our present moments, past and every moment now is a seed for the future. What seeds are we planting? What seeds had we planted that we forgot about that we can now go nourish and we can sprout? What are those seeds? When I was younger and just a couple episodes ago, before I realized any of this was happening. I talked about that my grandmother had a magnet on her refrigerator that said, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift, and that's why they call it the present. Yellow, beautiful magnet. Don't know where it is. I was told we'll find it one day, so maybe I'll walk into the store and it'll just be there. I'm like, oh my God, Grandma, thank you for that. But that was a seed that was planted 30 years ago in my life. And for that to be basically the message that I'm helping, and I, and I took time to understand, and it took decades, right? You know, how long does it take to take down a building? Seconds, minutes, weeks. How long does it take to build it? Months, years, right? We can do that. We can collapse what it is that we think that we are that's not what we are. And we can choose to be insanely great or our own version of it. And that's another thing that I, I, I had, I had realized and, and I want to share because people are probably like Steve Jobs said insanely great. What's this guy doing? Well, be insanely great didn't come from that. It had came from a branding exercise with some, with, with an incredible, <laughs> incredible agency called Damn Good for a now defunct company. And I took that with me and I made a poster. And I made a poster in black and white, like not for any, no logos, no branding of anything. And I just, and, I, and that just resonated with me. Be insanely great. And, and I made a poster and it traveled with me over the last five, seven years of my life. And it says, be insanely great, exclamation point. And on the bottom, it says, no excuses. And I, and I, and I designed it and I made it. And that was the seed that I planted that I kept in my office and I looked at every single day. I looked at that every single day. And only when I was starting to, Think about maybe a podcast, you know, I mean, listen, not really listen to them yet. I'm going to go do that. And I'm going to go be this person in front of this thing that had no desire to public speak or do anything or share anything. Shyest kid on the playground. Here I am. So those were the seeds that I planted. And then to come to find out that Steve Jobs said that the greatest people he ever interacted with, he called insanely great. What? Yes, that's amazing. That's amazing. So can we be insanely great? Can we be insanely great? From someone that, that saw so many people, inspired billions upon billions of people, and gen- will, will continue to inspire with choices that he made, generations upon generations. Can we do that? Can we give ourselves the chance to do that? Can we do that? I think we can. I think we can. And it all starts with one choice. It all starts with this present moment where all possibilities exist, all potentials exist in the present moment. All potentials exist in the present moment. Can we be here in the present moment? Can we? And so, I want to go back to to around the bed, my grandmother, and uh, you know, after my aunt had said that quote, in which I said, "Yes, thank you, Grandma. I needed that for my podcast episode." <laughs> As a beautiful butterfly again, like, yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't know where I lost life. No, let's not lose life. Let's not do that. Please. Can we not lose life? And if we've lost it, we can find it. So then after that, like, moment, you go ground. That's right. Lost life. You know, and then to accept that, feel that, that, you know, that's it. That's enough. And you know, we all, as I said, we all kind of walked up to her and said said some of the some you know we thought at the time, which ultimately ended up being our last words to her. I was the last one to go up to her before we left for the evening, and um, I said, "I love you, Grandma," and I said, "Be free, be free," and so that was. That was the last time I uh, kissed her on the forehead, and I said, "Be free." And, you know, we, we left, and then going to slept the next day. And you know, one thing I want to say too is, I'm so grateful to have the level of awareness in the moment that I have now, to be so focused on choosing, choosing joy, and choosing positive, positive moments, and choosing those things because. For someone that for my entire life has been, frankly, the, the cornerstone of inspiration for who I am today and for how I operate my life, before I knew who any of these famous people were that are among the most influential people that walk, walk among us. We all have those influential people that walk among us in our families and in our and in our lives. And we can choose to follow the good inspirations or we can choose to follow the not so good inspirations. But ultimately... The best feelings typically come from following the good inspirations and those good moments. And so I'm so grateful to, to have this awareness, to, to have prepared me, to have prepared me to for this moment. Because I remember when my grandfather passed away, you know, my grandfather was so close with him. This is my mother's father about 10, 15 years ago. And I remember at the funeral crying on my grandmother's shoulder just passed on how much longer am I going to have few? I was crying. I couldn't stop crying. I was like, you know, I, I, it, and I'm thinking back, it was so selfish because I wasn't even thinking about my grandfather who I loved so much and was so, so special to me and, 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 had, and, and, and always, you know, made sure I had, I had great experience. You would, would say, Hey, Jojo, call me Jojo, you know, it's such a beautiful spirit and a beautiful soul and always smiling. You know, I tell him about business and he'd say, Oh, monkey business. And, so that's what I was doing and then and then to be in this level of awareness of and energy and 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 presentness to to realize that i can choose I can choose to think about the fact that she's literally dying her her physical body is deteriorating and 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 she will no longer be here. I can choose to think about that I can choose to feel the emotions that 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 are focused on that, or I can choose to flood my mind and my imagination with all of the incredibly wonderful memories and all of the things that I learned from her and all of the things that I continue to think about, all of the amazing experiences that I had. And I didn't, I didn't. And and the amazing thing is, the amazing thing is, is when I was there, I didn't think about that. I just naturally started. I just naturally, naturally thought about all the good things. I naturally was, was feeling that she was gonna be free. She was gonna be able to stretch her legs and do everything her body couldn't do anymore, that she was so, so, so disappointed that it wasn't able to do the way she wanted to do it. Right? And so, and so I'm so thankful for that. And we can choose that all of us experience death in in our lives around us all the time, every day. Can we give ourselves the chance and, and everybody mourns differently and everybody feels things differently? But can we, if we give our I feel so and I can and I'm just saying this only because it's it's been for fearing this day and this these moments for a decade to be here and, and have the resolve that I have. I know my grandmother will be proud. I know she is proud. I know she is proud. As I said, I've never seen her cry a day in my life. Not to say that she didn't cry in her own time. I'm sure absolutely she did. But I I I cannot recall a time in which I remember my grandmother crying. She didn't do it. She was strong. She was fearless in moments. Unshakable confidence. Wasn't afraid to tell you, you you did or didn't do something. Direct, accountable, queen of accountability especially in our family. No, you said this. You said you were going to do that. You didn't do that. Can we do that please? Thank you. Can we choose to f- remember those moments of inspiration? Can we choose to remember those present moments which we were, you know, doing something fun, you know, going to Disney World or 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 you know, she saved me from the character characters downstairs when I was crying and I was like, "Get me away from these giant things that are trying to be at our table and and make us feel whatever." I was I didn't want any part of that. So she rescued me and took me away. You know, like, you know, those things where we're cooking, where we're making her incredible pineapple squares or or, or, or things that she had done. And maybe, maybe not even in moments of joy, but maybe even in moments of struggle, in her resolve, in her disposition, and how she chose to operate in all of those present moments. That's what I'm thinking about. And I'm so grateful to my family around me that that's, it seemed like they were, that's what they were focusing on. Of course, everybody was crying in their moments and and feeling emotions of of sadness that she won't no longer physically be here in her body but again i'm so grateful to 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 be to be here and be speaking with you without tears running down my face cuz i feel that that's what i want to i've done that in my own time in my own place when it felt right you know so so that night we 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 left and i went into the car and and um turned on the radio first song on the radio as soon as I turned on Drift Away by Uncle Cracker that's the first time I cried in the entire process and then the next song was a song by George Strait called um, Rena Del Rey which my grandmother who always used to wear a shirt with a little otter on it it was beige tan like that was her color she loved beige tan stuff multiple shades of it <laughs> so, she always had this sweater when she went to the and, I, and I, the moment I was thinking it said marina del rey but it it was monterey bay but it was almost it was almost to invoke the feeling of 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 a memory of 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 of, she's great she's good you know and and it and it and it talked about you know sunshine and 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 i just bawled crying entire drive home and it was and it was what needed to happen but but it was it was such a beautiful sequence of events and series of present moments and, and i'm so grateful because i know i know that her energy was helping to have that happen in my experience. I felt it. I felt her there with me. I felt her. I felt her just as I felt her when she put that rat at the bottom of my, my thing that I had to pick up the next day, which two hours later, I got the call that she had passed on and I got the call that she had passed on at 110 in the afternoon of the, 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 the 10th minute of the 13th hour of the day. My grandfather's birthday, who had passed away in 1987, you know, 30, 30, whatever, 30, Six years ago, his birthday was october thirteenth they're together they're dancing she's stretching her arms and stretching her legs and she's free she is free and she is happy and she is she is she is she is she is, she is, she is here she is here helping to even now within within me my 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 brother in law Luke you were the last text message to get which you know, besides my family, which my family has been incredible. Thank you so much, and all all my friends, thank you so much for your your love and support and you know, my wife and you know, unbelievable. And 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 you know, there were several people that you know, there's people in your life that are really special to you, but they're not people you talk to every day, but you really love interacting with them. And when you see them, you kind of liven up and brighten up, and you're like, oh my god, it's so great to see you. And there were two or three of those people and, and I had not reached out to any one of them and they, they had each happened to text me that day. And so it was really, really, really beautiful that that had happened. But, and again, on the timing, not only was 10 you know, the third, the 13, the 10, 13, but my rest of my family was doing all the funeral arrangements. And just as they had finished the funeral arrangements, my aunt looked at her phone and she says, Oh, no call yet. She put down her phone. They called. and said that she had passed, literally right there. Perfect timing. That's what my grandmother was. A thing for everything and everything in its place. You know, a place for everything and everything in its place. That's who she was. It's probably where I get the just so Joe from. You know, everything needs to be perfect and and improve upon perfection in every moment and refine and refine and refine and make it better and make it better. I remember another present moment, another moment from the past that inspired, inspired me to think it's in such a way at a at a young age i remember making the bed with my grandmother and i remember making the bed and and she's got this beautiful like lace you know just a king bed you know but but a beautiful like lace cover on top of the comforter and and then she got like 15 pillows she, she has like 15 little decorative pillows that are like stacked in like a beautiful whatever and 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 i said grandma i said why you got why you do this like you know why you go through this every day you know, and this defined her style. She had style and she loved it and she made it part of her environment. And she said, she said, Joseph, she says, when I come into a bed, I want to see a beautiful bed. I'm about to go to sleep. I don't want to see something full of a mess. I said, oh, that makes sense. And then we're making the bed and making the bed. She says, no matter what you do, give it your best. No matter what you, whether you're making a bed, whether you're, 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 you're building something, you're creating something, whatever it is that you're doing, give it your best, give it your full attention, give it your full intention and care, give it your best. And that stuck with me. And that has, that will continue to stick with me throughout my, throughout my entire life. I've led teams of people with that, with that ethos. I've, I've throughout my professional career done incredible things. And I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to have done anything you do, give it your best, something so simple. But I thought about that and I thought about that and I'm like, how do I do that in everything? And then I thought, I'm like, okay, I need to give them. And every time I wanted to give up or, or, or give it a half-ass, you know, she would say, you did that (laughs) half-ass. She'd tell me you did that (laughs) half-ass, you know, did you do that half-ass or did you really give it your best? You know, she would say that. She was right, absolutely. Hold me accountable. Give it my best. Why not if our If our life is an arc of light and we don't want to lose life, why why, why shouldn't we give life our best? every moment of every of our, of our of our life our best? Why shouldn't we? Could we give ourselves that opportunity and give us credit to appreciate and, and, and be grateful for that? And just look back on what we did. When we do give our things our best, if we're honest with ourselves and we look back on the things that we've done, the things that we gave our best, the things that we gave our love to, and our intention to, and our care, those are the things that either are still with us, or those are the things that that have resonated with 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 the multitude of people and and, and souls and beings, probably beyond what we ever imagined. Those are the things that we give our best to. Those are the things that 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 become the expression of, of who it is that we are inside and, and, and all of our unique selves, right? That's what it is. Give it our best. Give it our best. So that's, that's been my week. That's been my current experience with what every one of us experience around us, the change in life called death, in which our our energy that beats our hearts and the energy that moves our fingers and the energy that gives us the awareness to know where we are and then generate all all thoughts and all imagination, that energy leaves the physical body and then the physical body becomes part of what is here and all that is matter, right? And so the way I choose and I've chosen to, to look at this transition called death My grandmother, who has quite honestly has been and will continue to be the most inspirational being in my life to this point and moving forward, is what I choose to focus on, what I choose to to remember, and what I what I choose in every moment to make choices for. So I'm going to remember all the good moments. I'm going to remember all the moments in which I learned something. I'm going to remember all the you know fun and all the crazy and all the you know moments in which There was an element of character that was incredible that happened to also be the same elements of character of all of the most influential people that have walked among us and all all of of the characteristics of all of us that if we reflect on who we are, that we're most proud of. And so I am choosing to think about those things. I am choosing to be excited that she's free. Her energy is free and that her energy doesn't live in a separate body that I have to go someplace to see and experience and be with, but her energy is now within the hearts of everybody that she's ever touched and and had an interaction with that was meaningful. Her energy is now in the heart of everyone, and it's being expressed through all of us in every moment. If we choose to do that, and we can choose to do that with everyone that we love that we lose to death, everyone, we can do that if we choose, if we choose. And I can tell you, it is it is incredible. There are absolutely moments of sadness and, and tears and, and, you know, never going to physically see my grandmother who I love, but I know she was in a body that didn't do what she wanted to do. Right, and so when I look at her, her obituary, I'm like, I see a beautiful picture of her at her birthday with her cousins and everybody, and she's she's radiant and beautiful, and she, you know, she was living life in that moment, and that's how I'm going to remember her. That's how I'm going to remember her, and that's how I'm going to remember her energy, her radiance, her joy, her love, her selflessness. That's how I'm remembering her, and that's how I'm choosing to remember her. And so many of us it's so easy. And and as I shared in my, 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 my story with my grandfather, like I was, I was devastated. I was devastated for never being able to see him again. And the first thing I thought of is, oh my God, that's going to happen. That's going to happen to you some point. You know, it's like we have these feelings and we're instantly attracted to something that could happen. It doesn't have to be because that's how society and that's how our culture and that's how our, our family, and that's how all of our, our generations before us have operated. That's not how we have to operate if we so choose. We're all in our own worlds. We all make our own choices. We all have our own path. We are all on our own journey. We all should be cooking with our own pot, right? Cook with your own pot. And so that's life. That's what, you know, we're here to express. We're here to feel Joy, we're healed to 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 experience happiness and to give love, love in a in the definition of the romantic sense is so limited, so limited that it makes us feel scared to put love in a card of a friend. It's like, oh, I don't want them to think something weird. No, we don't have to do that. Love is selflessness. Love is selfless choices. That's what love is. Love is an unconditional. Choice, love is an unconditional feeling it's a feeling of 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 just appreciating it for what it is and having no judgment. My grandmother never judged anybody she never she certainly had opinions of discernment so she could make choices in her life as to whether to do this or whether to do not do that absolutely. But discerning something versus judging are two different things. When, when there's a judgment, there's blame immediately attached. and says, oh, you know, they did this and blah, 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 blah. But looking at a circumstance and, and not assigning judgment for the understanding of our own consciousness to learn something and take it away and, and, to, even, and, to, and to do something with that and to accept the truth that we appreciate and we understand that. Is discernment that is something that builds character. That is something that we learn from other people's experiences. We learn from from observing. We learn from being the observer. Imagine if we approach life in that way, to where we're not having to physically have these tumultuous or struggle experiences, but we can learn from others. To so where Steve Jobs had to had to had to be part of two companies that he was C, like CEO of at the same time, Pixar and next or leader of leader of both and to see the complexities and all the craziness that existed there and him having to go through that and to realize that simplicity was the answer. And then when he came back to Apple, oh, look what happened. He had to do the same thing. He had to do the same thing to be able to do that. I'm to say, no, move all the clutter. We need to focus. We need to be and, and go back to get back. We need to get back to our soul of who we are. we need to get back, get back to our soul of Apple. He, 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 that's what he did when he came back to Apple is he said, we need to get back to the soul of who we are and why we're doing this. Why are we doing this? We're here to, and and we're here to invoke feelings of, of joy and, and, and excitement around technology. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do. That's what he did. That's what he did. Right. And so just as he did that for them, and, and, you know, my, my, my grandmother in every moment and my grandma in every moment will, will be that inspiration for me to get back to who I am. Give it your best. Cook with your own pot. You know, be selfless. Give it love. Do not judge. Be radiant. Be joyful. Have fun. Have fun. Can we do that? Yes, we can if we choose, if we choose to do it. And it's so easy. Listen, I know it's so easy to be flooded with emotions and to be flooded with pain, and 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 we have to overcome those. We have to, we have to express what's inside that's eating us inside. We have to express whether it's something that's a feeling as to we're not going to we're not going to be with somebody or, or 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 be in the physical presence of somebody, as in this case called death. That absolutely needs to be expressed with crying or whatever it is. But there's also emotions that we have of feelings that we have for other people that we, that we choose to keep inside and not say anything because we don't want to rock the boat. The lyrics in Dig a Pony, John Lennon, you can syndicate any boat. You, we syndicate the boats. What does syndicate mean? We are the captain of that ship. We charter the ship and we, we, we run the ship. We do that, right? We do that. But because we don't want to rock, rock the damn boat, rock it, and you know what happens? Goes away. Every storm runs out of rain, as Maya Angelou says, which was also something that Kobe Bryant said in a short clip that I saw. You know, believe in yourself and, and get through every storm because you'll you'll come out to the other side and be and and be dedicated and make good choices. Right. And I mentioned we I mentioned the, the beautiful nature Disney um film uh wings of life, so beautiful. If you want to see something so simple in which flowers give love to to, to insects and insects give love to flowers and the exchange that happens and the beauty that happens as a result, check that out. But what if the wings of life were perseverance and our own inner power or determination, whatever synonym of perseverance that you want, of our own inner power, our own inner purpose? What if those were our wings? What What if those were our wings? That once we had that, we can fly, and we can do whatever it is that we want to do. we can have, we can do, and we can be anything we can imagine. We can do that if we choose in this moment now, because all that exists now is a present is the present moment, all that exists, everything is happening in this moment, everything that is happening, all past, all future is happening now. We are either nurturing seeds that we planted. Whether we planted them, or our ancestors planted them, or whatever we are we are nurturing those seeds or picking up those seeds and sprouting into whatever life it is that we want to give to it, or we are planting seeds for our future that either others or or as as seeds of inspiration or within our own selves will then take on and and, and grow and 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 develop into is the description of, of 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 what life is and what being in the present moment means time doesn't exist except for as being a record of when those things happen, but those moments are are influencing our now and those all moments now are influencing the then. What does that then look like? what are we doing to make what are we what are we actually going to be um, creating? What is that? Have we thought about that? I know I hadn't thought about that at all I hadn't. Had not, but now I have. And I'm so grateful to have come into the awareness in which I made choices that allowed me to think about that. And you know, it's okay to make a choice today and then change it tomorrow. That happens. We do that. Every present moment is an opportunity to make a choice. So that means if you've made bad choices, you can now make good choices. And it might take a little longer to overcome those choices, but you know, it'll eventually happen. And we just need to trust that. We just need to trust that. And if we made good choices, then that's amazing. Then where you're in a better spot, you're in a much better spot. And you continue to build on that and leverage and leverage and leverage and get to a place in which, in which, you know, everything, everything that we receive is what we get. You know, Hotel California, what does the night man said? The night man says we're programmed to receive. Yeah, I'm going to touch on it. I said, we'll talk about, we're not going to talk about it today, but I'll touch on it. I'll touch on one lyric to maybe inspire someone to go check out the lyrics and read the lyrics. We are here to receive. As observers, and what we consciously think about and we consciously feel becomes what's around us, and we see in others what's inside and what we are. And as John Lennon says again, we can imitate anyone. We can imitate anyone we know. That means imitate good qualities, bad qualities, taking little pieces of of, of truth that we accept from either the most influential people that have walked among us. Aristotle, Socrates, Marcus Aurelius, Oprah, J-Lo, Kobe Bryant, Jay-Z, and Beyonce. Again, amazing. Thank you, Jay-Z. Thank you, Beyonce. Saw two short reels of you. Believe in yourself. Can, you, can we believe in ourselves? Can we believe? Can we believe in ourselves and make choices? Both of them have incredible stories of where they started to now where they are, Right. Look at what they've done. All of these people came from humble beginnings and they made choices every day toward something that they believed in, that they felt was their purpose and their expression. As Jay-Z says, we need to express. We're all saying the same thing, but can we spend some time focusing on that for ourselves, for our life? So we don't know where life goes. So so we don't get to a point in which we say have to say to ourselves, I don't know where life, I don't know where I lost life. Do not do not allow yourself to lose life. Life is here, life is now, life is in the present moment, in every present moment. I love you, grandma. <laughs>